0: Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters.
1: November is Pancreatic Cancer Awareness Month and it's incredibly important to raise awareness of this awful disease. So I'm delighted to have with me today Professor Nariman Karangia and um, he's a consultant surgeon at the Royal Surrey Hospital. Good afternoon Professor.
0: Good afternoon to you too Jill and thank you for that introduction. I was qualified in 1983 as a doctor and then trained in general surgery for 12 years and took up a consultant appointment at the Royal Surrey in 1995. So I've been a consultant for 25 years. In 1996, I started the liver resection service at the Royal Surrey, and that was as a single handed surgeon. And some years later, together with like minded surgeons Neville Menezes and Robin Lightwood, we started the regional. HBB service, uh, hepatopancreatic obiliary service, which now serves a catchment of two and a half million people. Wow. So we look after patients from Hastings to Chichester in the south, right up to south, east and southwest London. We do about 90 to 100 major pancreatic operations a year and about 180 liver resections a year. And the mortality for us for pancreatic surgery is under 2%. And under 1% for liver surgery.
1: Wow, you have a huge catchment area then don't you, you really are a centre of excellence.
0: We do, the work for this region was all localised at the time the government was trying to improve outcomes, it's all localised at the Royal Surrey and so we run a unit with a multidisciplinary team and we have patients come from all over now.
1: Wow, that's incredible. And tell us about Pancreatic Cancer Month. I mean, it is it's such an important thing to have. Tell us what it means.
0: Well, pancreatic cancer is a particularly unpleasant disease and it's probably got the worst outcome of all abdominal cancers, probably all, all human cancers. It affects between 10 and 11,000 patients a year in the UK. It's the 10th commonest cancer. It's predisposed to by age, so it's Commoner in older people, smokers in particular, obesity. Uh, it's associated with late onset diabetes
1: wow.
0: and probably with familial chronic pancreatitis as well.
1: It's oh gosh, I mean, I, I quite often on my show on Brooklyn's Radio, I talk about how much people can actually help themselves with their health. And this is clearly another one where if you find yourself putting on weight, if you're not very fit if you if you get type two diabetes, which we all know is actually reversible it, it is something that people can reverse if they start taking better care of themselves. so it's incredible that 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 you know this this is another thing that can be caused by that um, Pancreatic cancer itself tell us about some of the statistics some more detailed statistics there.
0: I'll talk to you first in terms of the symptoms, because I think people need to know about them. And and the symptoms are dependent on where the disease is in the pancreas. So the pancreas itself is a long, thin gland sitting at the back of the abdominal cavity. It's the principal digestive gland of the body. It makes pancreatic juice, which digests your food. It makes insulin, which controls your blood sugar. So if you don't make enough pancreatic juice, You don't digest your food properly, so you don't absorb it, and you develop weight loss, features of malabsorption. If you don't make enough insulin, you become diabetic. If you don't have enough insulin to uh, service all of your body, if it's larger than it should be, then you become diabetic. So can you live without a pancreas? You probably can. You, You can have all of your pancreas out, but you do need to have pancreatic extract to digest your food and insulin injection to control your blood sugar. Mm -hmm. In terms of the statistics, as I said, weight loss is one of the features of pancreatic cancer. Upper abdominal discomfort is uh, a feature of pancreatic cancer. Back pain is a late feature. If the tumor presents in the head of the pancreas, you might become jaundiced. And that is probably an earlier feature. Patients develop obstructive jaundice due to a pancreatic tumor in the head more likely to have operable disease than someone with a tumor in the body and tail of the pancreas where the presentation is late because the symptoms are very insidious and vague weight loss abdominal discomfort and most people ignore these for quite a long time Mm -hmm. uh, and then they present late so the vast majority of patients who present with pancreatic cancer 80 to 85 percent are inoperable at presentation Mm -hmm. and if you look at that group of people their median survival is between three and four months if they have no treatment. So it's really, really unpleasant cancer. And if they have chemotherapy, you might double their median survival to eight months, but it's still not great figures. No. And of those who are operable, the 15%, uh, a proportion of those, even if they have the best that surgery can offer and the best that chemotherapy can offer, a good proportion of those, over half, will recur in time. So if you look at the five-year survival for pancreatic cancer, it's really bleak uh, at the present time. I would hope that in time we'll be able to improve that with better treatments and better chemotherapy.
1: Yeah. And maybe some way of detecting it earlier.
0: Yes. Well, in terms of trying to manage that, the best thing really is prevention. Yeah. So avoiding the things that we know predispose to it, smoking. And obesity are the two things, really, that people yeah. can actually make lifestyle changes for and improve their, their quality of life and reduce their risk of developing pancreatic cancer.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that that sounds really, really um, useful advice to give to people. Now, you're obviously very, very um, a big part of Bright. I heard Bright, gosh, some years ago because my daughter was at um, a school in Surrey and they used to do things for Bright Um, She's at university now. Um, So tell me more about Bright and what um, they're doing to fight and understand and treat things like pancreatic cancer.
0: So Bright started as a research fund for Dr. Topham, who was an oncologist here, and she started that off. Uh, It was subsequently renamed Bright and it's now amalgamated with the Liver Cancer Surgery Appeal as well, which was a charity I started 24 years ago. So we're now amalgamated, and Bright aims to try and improve the lives of those affected by gastrointestinal cancers, for example, bowel cancer, and liver, pancreas, and bile duct cancers, or HPB cancers. So we funded important equipment for treating cancer at the Royal Surrey. Bright bought a papillon machine for the Royal Surrey for treating low rectal and anal cancers, and thus avoiding patients having a permanent colostomy. It has just recently bought a nano knife for the Royal Surrey, or at least we've got agreement that the Royal Surrey will have the nano knife and we will be paying for it as bright. Um, So that's a very exciting uh, Mm. contribution to the armamentarium for cancer treatment.
1: That is a very exciting move, isn't it? Tell us more about the nano knife. What, What can that do?
0: Okay, so the nano knife is a machine which causes what's called irreversible electroporation. And that, if explained um, to a layperson, involves putting a probe into a tumour and running an electric current between different aspects of the probe. That current is specifically generated to develop holes in the cells in the tumour. So the cell walls get perforated or porated and the cells draw fluid in, they swell up and they burst. So it's a way of treating tumours of the liver and the pancreas uh, without actually having to operate. At present, it would be used for patients who have disease that can't be treated by surgery. Mm-hmm. So a lot of patients who present, as I said, are inoperable. And the reason they're inoperable is because their tumor has either spread to the liver, so they've metastasized, or they've got locally advanced disease. In other words, the tumor has grown and involved local structures that can't be removed. Uh, and so for those patients, knife is of use in terms of reducing tumor volume and hopefully allowing chemotherapy to be effective as well.
1: Exciting, exciting times. I know a friend who had um, some quite nasty um, kidney stones and they used some sort of laser to zap those for her. Is it it similar to that?
0: It's not. No, that's electrocorporeal shock shock wave lithotripsy. So they break these stones out from the outside by shockwaves it's slightly different technology
1: yeah yeah but it is is very very exciting
0: it is it's a new technique it's been around for a few years now but all surrey has really wanted to have one and has needed one as a cancer center for this region it should offer it and now hopefully it will be able to offer this treatment we've had patients from here who've had to go to london for treatment with nano knife in fact the widow of one of our patients Mrs JW has raised some money as has uh, Mr BR who's raised a fortune doing golf days for us. So I'm really grateful to them for the work. Yeah. That
1: yeah. Because it was a very expensive piece of equipment wasn't it?
0: Yes, it cost 250,000 pounds.
1: Wow. That's a to, to lot of that. money. And amazing that you've been able to raise that money for the for the equipment. If, if we have people listening now who might want to get involved with Bright, might be able to help with raising some money, or I know a great way to help charities is to build something into your will, um, you know, if they can't afford to do it now, it's possibly something they could do later on. How do people get in touch with Bright and how do they find out more details?
0: Well, Bright have a website, it's called brightcancercare.org.uk and if they log onto the web they'd be able to find our website and and go through there um any contribution from any listener is greatly welcomed uh organizing events for bright fundraising events i guess those would be virtual at the present time because yeah. of the uh, problems with covid but anything of that sort would be of help sporting challenges um you know quiz evenings bridge evenings anything to raise money would be of benefit to us uh, someone made us the charity of the year as part of a com- club or company that might be of use yeah. to us and of course anyone raising money should think about matched funding schemes because there are schemes which will fund um an e- an equivalent amount to whatever people have raised so it's worth remembering that as well
1: yes yes oh well that that's amazing and I think you know it is such an important. Charity, and it's such a uh, key to to raise awareness of this in November, while it is Pancreatic Cancer Awareness Month. So, thank you so much for talking to us today, Professor.
0: Not at all, Jill. Thank you very much. Thank you. Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters.